0: In case you missed it, my book, Anatomy of Abundance, hit the market and it is officially an Amazon bestseller. We couldn't have done it without your help. Thank you for being here and supporting me. If you haven't picked up your copy, pick it up today. Learn how to transcend the limits of scarcity and rewrite your life's narrative, transforming it into a story of boundless prosperity and fulfillment with Anatomy of Abundance. Join renowned author Petrina Wisdom and 16 Brilliant Minds on a Transformative Journey. Discover awe-inspiring narratives and empowering strategies to attain abundance in relationships, career, health, and wealth. Every purchase breathes life into a remarkable cause, donating book proceeds to the Shine organization. Shine organization empowers sex trafficking survivors to break free from scarcity, fear, and past traumas, and boldly create their own unique path to abundance through entrepreneurship. Buy your copy today. You're listening to Fuck Being Stuck, the podcast where we spotlight women who've gone from managing to mastering life's challenges and the badass practitioners that are changing the way we heal. I'm Dr. Sabrina Nicole, psychologist, coach, author, and speaker. But more importantly, I'm a woman who had my own journey to mastering chronic pain. You don't need to be stuck anymore. Fuck that. Hello there. I'm so excited you're joining me today. Today's episode is all about aligning your vision with your life. And my guest today is Nicola Prosperous, the brainstorming bestie. She's an intuitive business brainstormer and badass alignment mentor who assists high-achieving, purpose-led entrepreneurs in aligning their vision with their business and positioning them for the impact they are here to make. She helps them untangle, declutter, and organize their ideas. Nick acts as a sounding board for your thoughts while encouraging entrepreneurs to step out of their business box to expand their impact, income, and joy. Her goal is to empower 100 entrepreneurs to align their vision with their business, illuminate their greatness, and make an impact with purpose. When not brainstorming and helping entrepreneurs, she's traveling the world, y'all. I just added that in. But she enjoys traveling, vegan fruit snacks, karaoke, and being a diehard Welcome, Nick LaProsperous.
1: Hello. I am so excited to be here with you, Sabrina.
0: It's so nice to hear your voice.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I'm, I'm cheesing right now because I have been looking forward to this conversation with you.
0: Oh, boy. So where should we start? First of all, you said you want to empower 100 women. Well, you already empowered me. So we're down to 99. And how many other women... Have you worked with where you help them align their vision with their business? Because fuck being stuck was birthed out of you, <laughs> with you that was birthed. And here we are.
1: Yes, here we are. You know what? I'm going to change that number. Let's go for like a thousand, 10,000, a million. Like, you know, I feel like sometimes we often put low numbers because we think it's unattainable and not realize like when you're operating in your gifts, what the fuck we holding back for? Like, so yeah, I'm I'm upping that number right now. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, yes. Tell us about how you evolved into this brainstorming bestie. Like, I know there's multiple stories behind that.
1: It is, and you know what it is? It's a combination of life happening, right? And not running for my journey anymore and, and embracing my gifts, my talents, what I'm being called to do, right? So it started... From a group I was a part of, and I worked with someone, and I was like, No, actually, it took the Clifton Strength Assessment that had ideation as my top five. And I was like, Yo, I've always used to say, How do I get paid for my ideas? How do I get paid to work with people in, in that idea space? Right. And I used to think to myself, Nobody gonna pay me for this. Everybody could do what I do. Right. And everyone, and that's how you discount your gifts, right? Thinking everybody have what you have. And they don't. So I'm speaking to this this person that's helping me assess like my Clifton Strength, and I'm like, forget everything else. How do we make this a business? I don't want to do nothing else because like I just had this strong pull for ideation, and we're going through my assessment, and she was like. Just go and put yourself out there. So, me as an activator, she activated me. And then, me as being significant as my top three, I was like, Bet, I don't know who you're talking to. And <laughs> I took on the challenge. Yes. <laughs> and here we are. But the crazy thing about that is for me, In the beginning, it was just like, I like ideas and we're brainstorming. And I didn't realize how powerful the work was because it was deeper than just brainstorming for my clients because we were going deep. We were touching into like what their soul wanted, what their purpose was here, you know, what they're being called to do at that very moment in your life. And I had to step back and realize like, oh, this is beyond just brainstorming. You know, this is alignment work. And that's what kind of got the the ball rolling into what I'm doing now.
0: Yeah. And it's almost like bra- we think brainstorming, we think head, you know, cognitive. But what you were really tapping into was intuition, which is, you know, spirit Big and time. the act of reflecting to be able to tap into that Big intuition. Time.
1: Yeah. and And the crazy thing about it is like. I didn't realize it as a gift where I'm talking to someone, and even with you, we're talking, and I'm kind of like, wait a second. And I would just hear like have a word pop into my head, or I would hear like a a a sound, a voice. So I'm like, wait, that don't sound right. And you're sounding perfect, but for me, there's something in me that's like, wait, that don't sound right. You should be doing this. And I would just hitting it on the nail all the time, you know, and I didn't understand that especially like when my clients would start crying and I'm like, what you crying for? We just doing ideas. But it was like we're saying, it was deeper than that because I was operating in my gifts, my purpose. Wow.
0: And when did you start like tapping in and going deep? And how did how did you learn to align your vision with your business? Like how did you, what were your early on experiences that you had that led you to start to get aligned?
1: I, I think for me, my earliest experience. I feel like I always was good at seeing what is out of proportion, what isn't working, what is missing, right? And I was always able to make that connection. I just didn't understand that's what I was doing because when we're operating, our gifts, our purpose, it seems to be ordinary to us, right? Like I always say, what is ordinary ordinary to you is extraordinary to someone else. So by me doing this it was so normal i didn't even realize i was doing something so i think what happens like i just was trying to be all type of coaching i was like a lupus coach a joy finder coach a this coach and something that's always felt missing so it wasn't until i joined this group which community is key to growth let's just put that out there right where I started seeing other people saying certain words, and it triggered me to be like, or or sparked me to be like, okay, well, why not try this? Why not do this? Why not see what my strengths are? Like I didn't know anything about the Clifton Strength Assessment, and I just stopped running for myself. Like I was like, this feels good. Why not? This makes me happy. Why not? What I got to to lose, or better yet, what I got to win. Mm. You know, and the more that I started brainstorming, the more that I started working with clients, I started becoming more aligned because I started realizing I'm doing the work I'm here to do. This is how I create impact is by aligning leaders back into alignment with themselves, their purpose and their impact. You know, and that's how we create small changes of impacts throughout the world. You mentioned your diagnosis
0: of lupus. Like, how did you how did you manage to make that work for you? Because for a lot of people a diagnosis, a label, you know, a chronic condition can get them down, get them stuck, um, and they don't see a way out of that. So how did you do that?
1: It was a journey because in the beginning, lupus is kicking my ass big time. (laughs) It was whooping my behind. And I had to go through a journey. I had to go through a process of finding myself again, you know, because imagine going from this, ambitious go-getter i had my life pretty much planned out to my body turning on itself and shaking me to my core you know mm. so ego started running the show i didn't want to look weak to people so i was making decisions based off of ego and in survival mode and i realized that i was helping kill myself faster than the disease is doing by itself, right? Mm. So I had to make a change. I had to become vulnerable. I had to start accepting the help that people were offering me and letting go of ego and 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 that embracing vulnerability. That started snowballing into me healing and, you know, really facing my fears and getting back to the core of who I am, right? And in that I'm able to see patterns in my life and and heal those. And it's it's just like honestly, the moment I was like, I'm not meant to live this way. And I am not my diagnosis or this diagnosis. I feel like the universe started putting people in my path to help guide me to where I'm at today, Mm. you know, and that had to take me being vulnerable. That had to take me being open about living with a chronic health condition, or I don't like saying living, being diagnosed with a chronic health condition, right? And that kind of started my healing process. I had to be vulnerable.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like you make a a decision and you set this firm intention that you weren't just going to, to live like this.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Because I think you could get caught up in a diagnosis. I think you could get, you could start putting limits on yourself. And it's so crazy because one of the things that really helped me and kind of set the tone for that is in hindsight, I've been dealing with lupus since nine years old, right? And I was misdiagnosed. Yes, nine years old, and when it really hit me, I was in my late twenties. Some a family member made the correlation, like, "Oh my God, you've been doing this tonight," and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I have." And what that did for me is, when I was nine, and I didn't know, it didn't stop me. I joined the military. I was training to become a correction officer. You know, I traveled with my friends. It didn't stop me. So why should I stop living? Because I know now, and that was that switch for me.
0: And I, I love the way you put space between yourself as a person and the, and the label. Like often we take it on, I have, you know, this, like as if it defines your whole being. And I love how saying I was diagnosed with, I have a diagnosis of puts a little space because that's sometimes that's all we need is that space to realize that mm-hmm. it may have your body, but it doesn't have your mind. It doesn't have your spirit and you can still move forward.
1: Yeah. And you got to think, with or without it, I'm me. I'm still a badass. I'm still going to travel. I want to accomplish certain things in my life. I want to be purposeful, impactful. Now that I have this diagnosis, why should it change who I am? And I think that's the power of aligning back to the core of who you are, getting back into alignment of the core of who you are, is because I know who I am, Hmm. despite a diagnosis. Yes, I know what I'm here for despite the diagnosis. I know my purpose despite a diagnosis. I know the impact I'm here to make despite a diagnosis. So it doesn't define who I am. You know, it's along for the ride with me. I mean, really. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's riding on your back. (laughs) That's right. You're not riding on its back. It's riding on your back. (laughs)
1: Lupus on that adventure with me. (laughs) Okay. All
0: around the world, right? All around the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of practices have you had to put in place to, to manage the lupus? Do you manage with medication or are you using a combination of things to manage?
1: Um, yeah, so I use a combination a combination of, you know, medication and going more the holistic route as possible. So for years I was going the holistic route until I had a diagnosis where Lupus started attacking my organs. So that kind of shifted the game where I had to go on medication. But I'm on the lowest dosage, the least evasive medication right now. And, you know, my diet has changed significantly for the last 10 years. I also practice like meditation, mindfulness, gratitude. I am very intentional with the words that come out of my mouth. I don't say, you know, I have lupus. Or if I do say that, I try to correct myself. I say I'm diagnosed with it. So like you said, I create that space between me and a diagnosis, me and lupus.
0: Yeah, I think that's crucial to shifting just the mental toll that it takes. You have to be able to put that distance there. So you are fully stepping into your greatness.
1: Yes, um, and it's exciting. And I think one thing about stepping into your greatness and illuminating it is it's always growth in that. There should always be growth in when you're stepping into who you're meant to be, because we're always changing. You know, we are constantly learning. We're constantly engaged with the world and other people. So that should be changing you for the better, you know, and you should be changing other people for the better for based off what you learned about life. And I feel like that that chain reaction of giving is powerful, you know, and I do believe I'm a purpose like was saying about to take me out. I got work to do. (laughs)
0: okay it's not gonna stop the show
1: okay it ain't stopping the show I got work to do and until I accomplish that then I gotta live my best life so like what the hell (laughs) you know I'm trying to be that rich auntie living a luxurious life despite a diagnosis so I think with that mindset even when I do have a flare-up I never see it as the end or the last time mm. I'm gonna be able to do something because I know I have work to do.
0: Okay, so you see it as temporary, you know, it's just a moment that you need oh, yeah. to, to work through. The modern world bombards our brains with an overwhelming amount of inputs and stressors. Our brains are struggling to adapt. A lack of brain balance means many of us are anxious looking for energy in the wrong places, and struggling to get a good night's sleep. The solution is BrainTap. BrainTap combines a variety of proven methods that restore balance to your brain for optimal performance of mind and body. This technology communicates directly with your brain so you don't have to do anything. Simply sit back, relax, and push play. Central to BrainTap technology is the concept of brainwave entrainment the brain will naturally synchronize with external rhythms. And several modalities are used to accomplish this, including binaural beats, isochronic tones, guided visualization, 10-cycle holographic music, and with the BrainTap headset, you'll have the added benefit of light frequencies. The overall benefits of BrainTap include improved clarity, improved quality of sleep, and more energy. Start your brain fitness journey today with a 14-day free trial. Click on the link in the show notes.
1: Yeah, I got to relax my body, go through, this, go through this wave, ride it out, and you know, take the necessary steps to heal my body because we all know with a chronic health condition and you do have a flare-up, it's, it's traumatic to our body, right? It got to go through a healing process and be okay with that and allow myself to have that moment so that I can come back better. And every flare up, there's a lesson I learned about life. There's something I learned through it that I am able to share with someone else and help them and guide them on their own journey. Whether it's a business thing that I learned from it uh, (laughs) or something or a life lesson, I'm constantly learning through my interactions of living, not just being alive, but truly living. Mm -hmm.
0: And how has like having your religious or spiritual beliefs helped you on the journey?
1: Oh, that's a great question. It has helped me tremendously because, you know, I'm more of the spiritual route. And I had to realize that life gives me what I ask for, Mm -hmm. whether it's conscious or unconscious, right? So the life I'm living now, I am creating it. Every moment, I am an active participant in the life I want to live, right? So if something ain't going right, it's me. Because I'm choosing to take it on. I'm choosing to acknowledge the wrong, you know, quote unquote, right? Um, when it's going right, that is me because I'm choosing to acknowledge it. So I realize words have power. What I speak over myself have power. What I allow people to say to me and onto me has power. What I allow to take into my space, my energy has power. So in my spirituality, I realized that I can only control me and in controlling the life that I want to live and how I want to navigate towards this, this, in this world and interact with other people. I am constantly creating the life I want to live. I am constantly impacting people that are meant to hear what I have to say, right? And, and being okay with that. And being okay with my journey, my road that I am walking on and trusting that wholeheartedly, trusting my intuition, trusting my gifts, you know, cause oftentimes we, we run from our gifts. Nobody teaches us to embrace it and share it with the world and, you know, operate in that space. So like my spirituality taught me to trust me. Nobody knows me better than me. Why am I going to trust you before I trust me?
0: Wow. And it's like with taking responsibility for your life, that's where you find the freedom. You know, that's where you find the freedom mm-hmm. to create. Yeah, and no, no one, you're right. No one does teach us about embracing our gifts. You don't learn it at school. You know, in school they want you to follow the routine, the regiment, learn in a certain way. And then when you get out of school, you realize like there's other ways to learn, and you can create something new. It doesn't have to be a pre-designed career like medicine or, you know, marketing, you can actually integrate and create something.
1: It's so true. Nobody teaches us to be us, right? We're either affectionate of our parents, of what society tells us we should be, what is the norm, right? And it's some people that are just meant to break the box, are meant to create the new, are meant to, you know, navigate life in that space of newness, of, of wonder, of, you know, creating change for society, right? And when you hold back people's gifts and their talents and what they're here to do, how are you not unhappy? And I feel like that's why so much people are unhappy with their life because they're not operating in their gift. They're not sharing it. They're not operating in their purpose. Um, they're not creating impact. We're all here for a reason. We are all here for a reason. The length of time that you have, that's that's out of our control to a certain extent, right? But we are all here for a reason, whether it's for us to guide, teach, us to learn. Our life is to teach someone else, Um, someone learned from our mistake. We are all here for a purpose. And when you're not operating in that purpose, how do you find satisfaction in life? Mm -hmm. And to me, that is true success.
0: Yeah. So, how do we start to break out of all the, because it really is all conditioning. I mean, we were raised a certain way, we're brought into a particular family with a particular socioeconomic status, with a particular culture or religious practices. How do we start to get comfortable breaking away and reshaping some of those things that we were conditioned to, to do and the way we were conditioned to live?
1: I think awareness, right? Everything starts with awareness. Once you know something, you cannot. Unlearn it and you have made a choice. And that's what I tell my clients. That's what I tell anyone. When you know something and you're aware of something, whether what you're doing, what you're allowing someone else to do to you, how you're showing up in this world, you have made a choice whether to change or stay the same. You have made a choice, right? So in that awareness, you have a choice. And I feel like the first step is understanding yourself. One of the biggest questions I like to ask people. Is who are you, right? And most of the time people taught me who they are for someone else, never for themselves. So for my business and and when I'm working with my clients, we always got to get back to the core of who you are. Most adults do not know who they are, don't know who they are. So if you don't know who you are, you're going to let someone else tell you who you are. You're going to let society dictate who you are. And I'm like, you should always be your anger. Your why should always be you for you, you know, and I think that is the first step to undoing is understanding who you are at this very moment in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why when I brainstorm with my clients, I don't try to get them to do things my way or operate. I'm always leaning them back to themselves, always leaning them back to who they are here to be, what they want to say, what they what they're not saying. I'm gonna say it for you. And I think in that they get seen and a lot of Adults. A lot of humans are not seen. They're not being seen, and I think that is the first step.
0: Yeah, it's like we don't even see ourselves. You know, like you said, without all the layers of identity. You know, between gender and sexuality, it just all these layers that we've taken on. Like, which ones? What are you at your core? That's a deep question. You know, without all the layers of identity, without the titles, without the degrees, like. What are you really? What are you bringing forward?
1: Exactly, and you know, once you have that and you understand it and you know that, it's really hard for someone to to tell you who you are. You stand in your ground, and I think that's like when I interact with people, they always talk about I'm brave, right? And you know, oh my god, you're so confident, and I'm like because I know who I am. Mm. I'm not afraid of me. Most people are afraid of themselves. I'm not afraid of my gifts anymore. I'm not afraid of my purpose. I'm not afraid of my impact. I'm not afraid of who I am here to be in this world. And a lot of people are afraid of who they are here to be or who they're supposed to be. You know, I do what I want. I say what I want. I show up in this world as me. I talk my shit. I feel like we all should do that. I don't subscribe to the humble culture. I think When people would humble you into submission, (laughs) I am like, and I think that's why (laughs) my clients say people like talk to me because I'm like, talk your shit. If you're the best, who am I to say you're not? Be the best. Show up as your full self. Illuminate in your greatness. Mm. Be great. That mediocre life ain't for everybody. Being mediocre is not for everyone. If you like your space and you're more the quiet type, you're free to be that. If you're not, be free to be you. You know, and that all goes back to knowing you. Hmm.
0: Be the motherfucking light. That's what you said. That's what I heard.
1: Be the light. Yes. <laughs> like you, my whole thing is when, especially as a leader, right? When you show up in your fullness, you are given permission for other people that are following you to show up in their fullness. It's a chain reaction. And it's so crazy because I was speaking to someone recently. And I'm just literally this conversation of what happened. And she was like, you soothe my soul. Mm. And it's because I am not speaking to her in a way of like, well, this is what you got to do. I'm like, who are you here to be? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we are operating in how society expects your parents. You're living up to people's expectations, which is crazy to me. Because I'm like, you are trying to impress people that are unhappy with their own lives. It makes no sense to me. I ain't impressed at nobody that is not happy with their own life, that is not living their own life. Ain't no way you are even having an effect or I'm even caring how you,
0: your opinion
1: of me and how I'm living my life.
0: Say that again for the people in the back.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's the truth, right? Everybody is, so much people, not everybody, but so much people are living to impress people that are unhappy with their own lives. That makes no sense to me. You don't got to agree with how I live my life. You don't even got to agree with what I'm saying, right? Because it may not resonate with you, so then it's not for you. And that is okay. Exactly. That is okay. But I'm not going to change what's in my heart to say, what the impact I'm here to make, right? I'm not going to change my purpose, my calling to make you comfortable because you haven't embraced who you are. You haven't embraced. Your gifts. You haven't embraced your talents. You haven't. You're not even living your life. You are surviving. You are just alive right now. Why am I stopping me to be you? Wow. wow! And there's all this untapped
0: power within each of us. We just have to be willing to to accept it, to explore it, to be aware of it, to acknowledge it, and to just let it expand and see where it goes.
1: Step into it. I always tell people, you know, you think you come to me for ideas, right? Or, oh, let's just brainstorm and I, I'm tangled. And I'm always going to lead you back to you, mm. your purpose, your impact, what you're here to do. You know, and that is what is soothing to the soul. Because I'm seeing you. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing what you want to say, you know. And my gift is verbalizing the unsaid and and, and giving you permission. And, you know, people be like, I don't need permission. We all need permission. What the hell? We're humans. We all want validation. We all want somebody to say, that is a great idea. Or, oh my God, that is that is that that is powerful. We all want that. And being okay with that. And I realize a lot of my clients come to me for permission to be, to follow the vision. And that's okay. There's no shame in that.
0: And there's just something powerful about the right question, you know, and your question, who you are, that's, you can't go any deeper than that.
1: Who are you? And the moment it's the they start doing a service, uh-uh, save that for somebody else. Go to somebody else with that nonsense. <laughs> I ain't the one for it. Who are you? We're gonna define who you are. What are you here to do? Like, you know, and sometimes we keep so much things in our head that we don't even know how you sound to yourself. And then when you're able to say something out loud, you hear in your soul, you hear in yourself say, This is what I'm here to do. You know, and that's powerful. So in your mind, you could say, you know, fuck being stuck and it sounds good. But when you have someone that is seeing the vision with you, right, and helping you build out that vision and you're in that space of creativity and that space of like, not even the space of anything, when you are in your space, when you are showing a fully, even if it's for that moment in your vision, that is empowering.
0: Yeah, it it was. That, That was the moment where I was like, oh, I can say that. I can leave with that. The permission you're talking about, Mm -hmm. and then I went with it, and then I got the confirmation again. That's it. You're on the right track, and then I got the confirmation again. That's it. You're on the right track.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and that's that's how it goes. You know, like it's not only just realizing how we are showing up and who we are, but the space you're meant to show up in is important, right? I know that I'm a catalyst, right? Me saying, okay, let's work together for six months, right? That is not my place. I was meant to spark you for you to go to that next level, for you to say, okay, fuck it. I'm going to go for it, right? And then you went for it. And then what happened? The universe said, ah, Mm. we've been waiting for you. So now everybody that you interact with is meant to guide you on that journey. And that's where the power comes from. I know my place. And I know my place because I know me. I know my purpose. I know how I'm meant to show up in this world. I'm a catalyst. I'm going to get you started on that path. And then the universe is going to start bringing people, constantly guide you. But you have to be open to that. You have to be ready for that. You have to be accepting of that help. And when we see do that, that's powerful. That is powerful.
0: Wow. Girl, you brought it today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your insight. You're my brainstorming bestie. And I hope the listeners (laughs) get to feel the the power that you're sharing and the permission that you're giving. I hope that they receive that as well for themselves. Any final words for the listener?
1: Yes, thank you for that. By the way, my final word is stop running from you. You know you best. You know what you're here to do. You know the impact you're here to make. Stop running from you. And even if you tell yourself you're unsure. Explore, explore you. I think when we explore ourselves or we explore what we're here to do, when we embrace all of who we are, that is the most aligned we can be in this world. That is when we truly show up, when we share our gifts, because our gifts are not meant for us, right? That's like when you do something kind for someone and you share your gifts with other people, there's this feeling of elation, of satisfaction, like oh my god, that felt good is because your gifts are not for you. There to nourish other people on your path and your journey. Yeah, just embrace you. That's that's what I would leave the listeners with. Embrace your vision. Embrace your gifts, your ideas. Step into the possibility in the realm of possibilities, and in that you would find what lights you the fuck up.
0: All right, friends. That's it for this episode. Thank you for showing up. Please subscribe to the show and write us a review. I love you.
1: I love you too. Oh, and real quick, follow me on Instagram at The Brainstorm and Bestie. It will be in the show
0: notes. Don't worry. All of it will be in the show notes. Thanks so much for tuning into Fuck Being Stuck, the podcast. Be sure to check out the show's notes for this episode on www.drsabrinanicole.com and follow us on social media. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. We'll be back next week with more. See you then.